hey what's up you guys we are back yo 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 <laughs> we missed y'all been gone for a minute and i'm back at the jump off Sonia <laughs> had left me i did i did um i went to tampa tampa was a good time it was a change of a weather oh my god it was like 85 out there i was able to go to the beach i was able to put my feet in some water i was able to wear sandals <laughs> Listen, I was able to put on like a dress and a little jean jacket with sandals and go out. Uh, I I got a tan. My skin looked better. My hair was better. Everything's better when the sun is out. Okay. (laughs) Everything is better when the sun is out. But I feel like Tampa is like a underrated little city or whatever. I always have a ball when I go to Tampa. The nightlife is lit. They have really, really good food there. Um, they have a big Hispanic population there. So, you know, I love tacos. I had some tacos from this place called Tampa Tacos. And it was like a surf and turf taco with steak and shrimp. Oh, my God. Like, it was, good. It, was uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> so, y'all should check out Tampa if y'all haven't been. Tampa's a good time. For sure, for sure. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you had a great time. Like, glad you had a good time, good. Um, so this episode is called Second Chances. Yes, yes. So that one we'll be talking about later on. Um, but right now, I don't know why she did a preview, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) See how she treated me when she got back. Anyway, um, Amanda Bynes. So she was put on a psycho, um, earlier this week and it was just like, wow. I feel like mental health is so real. Especially for, like, child stars. Um, I was talking to somebody. I can't remember. But Amanda Bynes is kind of, like, under that same um, legal binding contract that Britney Spears was under. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody was, like, fighting for her to be out. I have not really dived that deep into exactly what's going on with her. But I know she was placed on that hold after they found her, like, naked wandering around or whatever. Um, but Amanda Bynes been kind of out of her shit for the last couple years. Like, I feel like every time I see her, it's, she looking crazy as hell. Just like, you be looking at her, her eyes just be big. Like she just took some drugs or something. So I, you know, I don't know what them people doing to her. Cause again, we seen the shit that Britney was going through and kind of what the fuck it did to Britney Spirits. I don't know what her family is doing to her or whomever has this contract over her is doing to her. But I really hope that she finds the help that she needs um it's just so sad to see like these people come from like these dynamic personalities um to turn into you know what we see now and you like you so you know something's going on with her you know what i'm saying like you know something's wrong something happened and i just hope they're able to figure that out for her because i used to love amanda Bynes. on this all that i used to love her i used to love her in all of her shows and my favorite one was big fat liar yes that was a good one. Me and my daughter watched that. Like, that is a classic. Okay? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, so I just, prayers out to her. I hope that she's not being mistreated or, you know, mishandled or whatever. Yeah. And I hope that she gets the help she needs um, and that she has lots of love and light around her. And support. We are praying for you. Amen. We went to the Ari Linux concert. Yes. <laughs> Somebody else, I feel like, so I posted a video from us going to the concert. It kind of pissed me off 
because I'm like, y'all really don't know who Ari Lennox is for y'all to be saying these comments back to me. Like, they was basically like, what the fuck wrong with her hair? Like, she could have did her hair. She could have did her hair. And it's like, if you know Ari, Ari is like a naturalist. Like, you know what I'm saying? She wears her hair very natural. She's been this way. Y'all lucky she didn't come out with that full-blown afro. Like, and I don't think anything was wrong with her hair. I don't think anything was wrong with her hair. Like, everything does not have to be a lace front. Um, Everything does not have to be a wig. Everything does not have to be pressed and curled. Like, she came out with a little nice little bun and, and a little two things. And, okay. Like, and her body. It was the body for me. The she body was giving. Was she definitely was in the jump. For the sure. body, the, the little booty was just a twerking under them little sparkles. Okay. I had no problem. I had a good time. <laughs> like, I had a great time. I think she did an amazing job. I think she did an amazing job, too. So, let's talk about the stressful part of our week. Okay. The stress. Let's talk about the stress Drake put us through. <sighs> Listen, y'all. Mind you, I am onboarding for my new job, right? And... <laughs> The guy's like walking me through part of the building. And I was just like, um, do you listen to Drake? And he was like, he's an older guy. So he like, nah, not for real. He like, why? I was like, I got to get in line for these tickets. So, <laughs> so he's, he's thinking like, I'm asking him to leave. He like, where you got to go to get in line for the tickets? I'm like, no, like on my phone. So if I'm not like looking at you, I'm in line for these Drake <laughs> tickets. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I was like, yeah, because I, I got to go see Drake. Like, I at this point, I was going to be mad, friend, because I ain't had to – y'all going to kill me for this one. I ain't really had to see Beyonce again. I I, I ain't really have to. I agree. I, I, I ain't agree. really have to. So I was like, I just paid all this money to see Beyonce, and I ain't going to be able to see, see Daddy? Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> So she didn't believe me, but I I knew we were getting Drake tickets. Now, how much we would have paid, I knew we were getting Listen, I was never paying 900 I was never paying that. 900 better come with some explicit things, okay? I'm not ever paying $900 for one ticket. Never. Like, unless it's Michael Jackson. Like, for real. And that's not ever going to happen. So (laughs) there we have it. It'll never happen for me either. I can't believe Drake insulted me like that. It was it was the nine 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 though. It was like nine hundred and ninety nine. See, and you know how everybody gonna be upside down that six six six. He's being demonic, and those prices were demonic. I must agree. <laughs> I must agree. And needless to say, we got the Beyonce tickets and we got the Drake tickets. Okay, and yes. we will be there um, having a great time. Definitely will. I definitely will. I seen this TikTok the other day when a girl was at the Future concert and she was like trying to look mysterious. So Future's, uh, <laughs> so Future's publicist or somebody and come get me out the crowd. That's how I'm going to be at Drake. I'm going to try to look mysterious and like I mind my own business. Like, I you, like you're not interested in a concert. Listen, and I know how to keep my mouth closed. <laughs> I, that's, that is the look I'm going for. So if you guys have any outfit ideas that fit that look, send them to me in the DM. Thank you. <laughs> For real. I'm not about to listen, but I'm excited. I feel like the lineup of concerts, like I said, they're definitely getting their money back in blood for sure from the pandemic. Absolutely. But I'm excited for, you know, just to be outside like 2019, like before the pandemic outside. So, I, you know, y'all know how I am. I'm not excited to be outside, but I don't want to be in the house either. Like she'll be outside. 
I'm not excited about it at all. But I will be attending every concert or comedy show or whatever it is I want to go to. I will be going. So y'all will see me at a lot of events. So there, there you go. <laughs> but I don't want to be outside for real. <laughs> but she's going to be outside. Girl, you trying to? <laughs> so what about your sister? What's her What's her name? Larsa Pimpin. Pimpin. Larissa. Larissa. Is it Larissa? I, I don't get Larissa from that spelling. Larissa. Larissa. I don't. She don't look like no Larissa. Miss Pippin. Yeah, because okay. she ain't Mrs. Nemo. Yeah, so Miss Pippin, um, Kim Kardashian's uh, ex-friend. Okay. they're not friends. Mm. Um, she had stated that sh- her and Scotty, when they were married, they used to have sex four times a day. No break. Um, well, there they, was And breaks. they were asking. No, no, no. They asked her, like, Oh, you mean, you like, mean? no, like, every day. No breakup. Yeah, she said every day. She traveled with him, too. Yeah, like, she traveled. She had a private jet. Like, they, she we would should go know that man wasn't cheating on with you. With the kids. Like, she was doing it four times a day. At least you know he not cheating. I mean, you want to get your man coochie four times a day, or you want him to go get coochie from you one time a day or three times from somebody else? <laughs> or three other bitches? Like, what you want? What do you? What would you prefer, friend? But wait, do we know the backstory about like what happened with their marriage? Like she, she cheated, cheated on, on him, him twice. Okay, she cheated on him. Uh, she cheated on him with Future. Oh, that that's understandable. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it? See, I don't think that's understandable at all. Like, how you gonna cheat over me with somebody you know not gonna take you seriously? You're but a whole wife. That's what I was to say. It's not. It wasn't like a. You know, it wasn't like a, oh, I want a relationship. She was future. on her, if I get caught cheating, that, that don't mean I don't We're going to see them I was just la- later on. <laughs> we are going to see them as well, the end of this month. It's not a them. And that's how you know him. she don't need to be at the fucking concert. Him. <laughs> We're going to see him. You ain't called this a group twice. <laughs> I will be there. That's the only song we know, y'all. But we going to be there. I know more than that. I know his older stuff. Them, the, the, he, she know they older stuff. <laughs> it's a band. Like, <laughs> somebody plays the drums. Anyway, but no, I do feel like four times a day is a lot. Like, so they had to be fucking while she was on her period, and y'all <laughs> had to take a break. She didn't have kids, so you mean to tell me straight off the fucking push out? You you in it? Absolutely the fuck not. Like, stop it. Y'all took breaks. She just, she's trying to make Scotty look more appealing so that he can get some more younger ladies in his life. She feels bad. She feels bad for what she's you done. You think so? I do. Hmm. I do. I do. I don't think so. I feel like she's really, like, unapologetic. She lying, though, clearly. You're lying. Like, it's no, it's no possible way y'all didn't take no break. Again, y'all have kids together. You can't have sex for, what, six weeks after you have a baby? That is so. There, there go your break, bitch. Every kid you had, you had six weeks. (laughs) Wow. Like what? (laughs) Whatever she said that. So then they did bring up like Michael Jordan's son or whatever. Mm -hmm. Don't even know his name, Mr. Jordan. Don't know. Don't care. Um, (laughs) they brought him up and was like, "Well, how does he compete with with that?" And literally all she was is like, oh, he with has his feet, feet. feet. Like, yeah. what does that mean, she man? Said he he wears a size 15 shoe. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's still four times a day. Like, do you think she got tired of it? Or do you think her sex drive is just extremely high now? It might be higher. Yeah. I feel like it might it might be higher. Hmm. 
Because they say, like, after 30, your sex drive just goes, like. Goes where? Goes up. Does it? Yeah. You don't after think After what age? 30. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe it's gotten a little older through the years. <laughs> I'm not 30 yet, so never mind. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, look, look who's lying now. <laughs> so I wouldn't know, guys. Look who's lying now. <laughs> so what about your cousins that... Your old, no, I'm sorry. They're not your cousins. Them your aunties. Your aunties that was playing on the internet this week. So, listen. Because, honestly, which is shocking because I feel like candy is never... In like a headline. I feel like when I always hear about candy, I feel like it's in like a positive light. Like it's either, you know, some stuff that she probably said when she was on Real Housewives, you know, of Atlanta or, you know, something like that. But it wasn't nothing like, oh, aren't I? You know, like it was so not, not to the extent that I seen this week. I see. Mm, I, I must disagree. Like, I feel like candy is always just a messy shit. Do you think yes. so? Like, always, and it's always some messy shit involving her husband. Like, when what's the name said they tried to drug her? Like, it's always you and your nigga doing something to a, a, a lady. It's always that. Wait, what was that? Can you give then us a Portia, backstory, please? Portia, you, bitch, you watched the basketball watch Portia whole as they was beefed out. Like, I don't remember what season. This was, like, earlier in basketball. They was whole beefed out. Because she said she was mad. Portia was going around saying that her and Todd tried to drug Portia to have a threesome. Yes. Like, I just feel like it's always like Candy and Todd, Candy and Todd, Candy and Todd have did this to this woman. And it's like, we already know y'all some freaks. And we already know Todd a little sassy. We see how he be arguing with your mama. (laughs) Like, so come on, baby. Like, if they said he did it, he probably did. (laughs) And that's just where I'm at with Todd. I believe anything anybody say about that man. Anything. So soon as Tamar was like, he did this, I was like, yep, he probably sure did. But that's what the census um, of the comments that I've been reading, that's what they say. Like, whatever they say, he did, he, he did. did. I'm like, I, I don't yeah, know. He did. I don't know. Like, he, he's just, he's a sassy man. <laughs> like, he's just it's a, a lot sassy of sassy man. men, though. I ain't, you know, I just know Todd is sassy. <laughs> I know Todd is a sassy man. He's a sassy man. And what did he end up saying to her? Like, it wasn't nothing extreme either. It wasn't nothing extreme. I just think that. The, he said, like, moral, you know what it is or something. The moral of the story was, is that if two ladies are arguing, let Stay the ladies argue. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or if, if two ladies but have hey, a disagreement, don't step into it. Maybe like, he thought Candy maybe, can handle herself. He Maybe he don't think she can. Maybe he don't think she can. So maybe he was, maybe he was letting Tamar know, like if it pop off and you get the upper hand, but you you. know what it is, I'm going to knock your ass out. And that's how he (laughs) should come about his wife. But don't you ain't got to tell nobody, Todd, shut the fuck up. Like, be about it. Don't talk about it. Like that's, that's it. You're going to stay out of a whole bunch of trouble that way, my boy. Like. It's just, it's messy. It's messy, but I feel like it's been dragging. It like, has been dragging. Like, it's been going on for a like, I think that's out of the group chat. Listen, we're I think good. we're on the end of it. I think that since Candy came out and was like, well, he did say something to her, and I told him that he needs to apologize. I think it should die down after that. But mm, 
not after you was like he didn't say anything i don't think she's gonna say i don't think candy is gonna say anything else about it no i don't think she will i'm thinking everybody else yeah of course because like i said but that's what you should do you should have checked your sources before you release something but so you don't think that she checked with ties she couldn't have if you turning around talking about oh my bad he did say (laughs) my bad or maybe they didn't or maybe you know how it's crazy in that be celebrity world (laughs) <laughs> you know it's crazy somebody might have been like bitch I got some footage like I leaked the footage bitch so tell the truth okay so you never know but <laughs> that's how you should be off a rip if somebody say something about your man your husband no the fuck he didn't no he didn't bitch prove it that's what I would be and no he didn't be like here go the evidence oh my bad he had did say that and I had told him you should you can't be doing that boo we sorry i forgot about it and Listen, i, was, I it wasn't we weren't even thinking about even, that shit it wasn't we, even relevant we trying to open up the mama souls like what you which girl i ain't right <laughs> it's another episode of candy code nights like we we've been busy we've sorry been booked and that. busy okay we've been booked and busy and candy is booked and busy okay as busy as she is she still has a lot of time to talk shit like a lot of time to talk even about her own group and that's what that's like that's why candy is rubbing me the wrong way now it's like you preach this positivity and you want everybody to get along and this and that and this and that but you doing interviews talking about i sung lead on that i sung lead on that i sung lead on that and then bringing up a whole group that even got shit to do with you well and that was where it kind of was like uh you know because oh oh because they wanted the same pay so how it was was SWV and uh, Escape, and so SWV wanted the same pay as Escape. As I felt like they should have gotten because and if y'all want to be real, I didn't even know who the fuck was in Escape before the lady got on Basketball Wives. I knew who SWV was, and then um they were saying like, oh, like that's when she started, you know, pulling her receipts like. People come to see us, promoters. I mean, like, she was just breaking it down. And I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't, like, it wasn't that serious for you to break it down as to why. Like, that could have been a conversation that y'all could have had, like, personally. Not even personally. That's a conversation you have with whoever's paying y'all. Yeah. We don't need to know about none of that shit. You had that conversation with the promoters, the people that's doing the lodging and all that shit. And if we want to be real about it. A lot of people know Candy and Tiny from y'all being on fucking reality TV more than they know y'all for y'all fucking music. So, you know, what we really coming to see? Tania has came back from Tampa with a vengeance. Not at all. <laughs> like, Candy just needs to, she needs to chill. Like, she just needs to chill. Like, just, if you want to be that mother hen like you try to perceive to be, then be that. But stop being messy while you, you know, you, you too you old. <laughs> You're too old for that, baby. You're too old. <laughs> old. <laughs> so, another celebrity that has kind of been in the limelight is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is a Latin artist. Okay, thank you. For everybody that doesn't know, he's a Latin artist. Very po- popular Latin artist. Um, his ex is suing him for like $40 million because he has been using her voice um, on his openings of his song. And like... The ex is basically just saying his name, but she's saying it in like in a very per- provocative way or whatever. And of course he kind of mixed it up and put like a little beat on it. So it sounds sweet, but it's literally, she's just saying bad bunny. But like, she was like, this has happened when we were together. I recorded that for him. Like when he wasn't even that big and now he keeps using the shit. 
And I would want my coin too. 40 mil? Yeah, like I said, you guys don't know who Bad Bunny is. Yes, 40 mil. I want my money. Oh. Okay. I want my I want my cash. I'm gonna have to Google that. You know, like Bad Bunny, I would say, is kind of he's like the Drake of Latin music right now. Oh. He's like the Drake of Latin music. So yes, I want so my he money. Got 40. Okay. He got the forty billion to give. Get give me my cash since you want or pay you should have been paying me off top if you wanted to use it. Maybe you thought I was I wasn't gonna care. Or we were still gonna be together. Or maybe that he thought that was gonna give him a second chance. Mm. Maybe mm. he thought. Maybe he thought. You I know, like the. I like the uh, the segue, friend. Because you know how like Drake had did that interview and he was saying like how he regretted like name dropping people yeah. and stuff like that. Maybe Bad Bunny. This was his way of like showing some type of appreciation or trying to grab your attention or something. I don't know. I don't know why he did it. He probably don't have to pay her forty million, but give that lady some money. Give her, yeah, I can, I can receive that. Give her something because it's her voice. You wouldn't want nobody using your voice on something, so just, just give her something. But again, back to the second chance. So, how do you feel about second chances? So, um, as you all know, um, I am not shy to give people second chances, um, and I think that's where I go wrong. Yes. Um, I think that it alters um, your perspective on someone. I feel like it alters you in a situation because I feel like you have to adapt to, you know, dealing with this person again after they broke your trust. Because obviously, you know, it was some reason why you stopped dealing with them in the first place or whatever the case may be, you know, in order to give them a second chance. And I feel like I maybe feel like boxed and like this, okay, like I'm trying to move forward. And I, I seem to lose myself in the process of me moving forward because I really haven't gotten over why I gave you a second chance in the first place. So <laughs> I, um, so of course, second chances are, are supposed to be about wiping the slate clean. Um, you know, starting over, starting on a new footing and you know I <laughs> I think that I give out second chances a lot and I think that I go about giving out second chances the way I felt was correctly like not throwing stuff in your face if I really tell you I'm gonna let something go like really letting it go and like not trying my best I'm not gonna say that I don't bring shit up but try my best not to bring anything up and just kind of move on to the next day um I used to be that person that if I gave you a second chance, it was like a constant, like whenever that shit was on my mind, you knew it was on my mind. And I turned into this person where, okay, I know people don't like that. And if I'm going to give you a second chance and let me just shut the fuck up. But then I feel like it makes you internalize shit a lot more. Um, so I feel like in the past, like two years, I learned a very, very lot about myself and giving out second chances. I think that like... A lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, the main person that I kind of was around was like, oh, you're quiet. You're quiet a lot. Like, why are you so quiet? And it's like, I'm internalizing this shit so I don't pop the fuck off on you. <laughs> like, and that's why I come to found, like, I am just not a person that probably should be giving out second chances. And as harsh as it might sound, I had seen a meme and it was like, I don't do second chances because I'm never going to love you, trust you, or fuck you the same. And it's, it's true. Like, because... Now my guard is up. I mm -hmm. feel like I have to, now I got to do what I got to do in the background and make sure that if you fuck me over again, I don't feel as fucked over with as before. I agree. And 
it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be about that game playing. It should never be about that game playing. And I had just come to find out that I do not have the mental capacity to give out second chances because it makes me into a person I don't want to be. And essentially, you know, I've been yelling 2023 is about me, 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 me. And I feel like you have to discover like your flaws. And I think like that's one of my flaws is that I want to be so caring and loving and all this other stuff that I don't want to put somebody like in a bad way or hurt their feelings or make them feel away. But then that makes you not choose yourself and what you want to do. If that makes sense. No, it, it really does make sense. And, like, for me, like you said, like, yeah, 2023 is, like, about, you know, us doing what we want to do and um, boundaries and, you know, finding ourselves and all of these things. But it kind of makes you take a look at your own shit. It, it, it really does. And, like, like, mm, like, I didn't like when I was in that situation. Listen. And I didn't like how I felt when I took that to the chin. You and, know what I'm saying? And not even, but not even, like, blaming another person. Oh, it's no, like, no, 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 no. It's like, I just don't like the thing. I don't like what this situation made me become. Absolutely. And I have always been that person to be like, you can't blame nobody else for your actions and what you did. And I, I still stand... I stand firm on that because mm-hmm. you can't, and I can take ownership for my mistakes. I've made mistakes. I have not been that perfect person and I've did my wrongdoings, but you know, <laughs> you also have to realize what puts you in that position to make you feel that way. So that's kind of how I'm getting a better understanding of how somebody can be like, well, yeah, I did this because I felt this way because this is how I was dealing with you in that aspect. Or I felt this way after this and I wasn't, And like I I was telling people, like I wasn't, I don't know, like I I have to go to therapy because I don't want to diagnose myself, guys. But it's like diagnose. (laughs) I will not let this bitch (laughs) diagnose me either, guys. She just had me take a survey, and I was I was a little iffy about it. I asked her, "Could I use a fake name?" She told me no. (laughs) Exactly. But I think that you know, like it comes from like not wanting to be alone, and like. People pleasing. Like, I know I people please very badly. And I have to stop doing that. I have to place boundaries and tell people no. And when I don't want to do something or if I feel a ways, I have to tell people about it instead of being like, oh, I ain't going to say shit because I don't feel like arguing. Or I don't feel like this person twisting what I said. Or I don't feel like this. I don't feel like this. And when you constantly putting shit off for yourself, it makes people perceive you differently than you want to be perceived. That that's what I wanted to say. I I I can I can agree with that. And like you said, I don't want to be that person anymore. Um, I just want to be me. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> like I don't want to alter anything. Like I just want to be me. And if you don't like it, then oh well. Sorry, sorry, buddy. And don't get me wrong, being me, I know that, like, I need to work on my smart mouth and all these other things. I I get that, but... I can just say for the record, you guys, that she's gotten much better. I have. Um, So, you don't have to... It doesn't have to be perfect. There you go. I feel like it's a perfect dynamic. You just have to find that person that meets that dynamic for you. Um, because I feel like I, in different relationships, I was handled differently. Like, like you said, my mouth was terrible. Very much so. Terrible. Okay. That was, <laughs> I've been working on this for years. But that's the thing though. <laughs> and that's what I feel like most people don't give their self credit for is like growth. Like you have grown and whether it's the 
you know, place that you see yourself like, okay, I'm good here. That's the difference. But you have to give yourself credit for actually being better than you were last year or the year yes. before. Yes. So no, don't, don't do that to yourself, friend. I won't let you look at her. She loves me guys, but I still do have a lot of work to do. I still do have a lot of work to do. Just like, like, like I said, all myself for me, personal reasons. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I told you earlier, like appearance, like I want to, you know, I want to just get back to the young Tania that I was that showed up to places and you was like, oh bitch, you are overdressed. <laughs> like I don't only that, but just like, like you said, like every day, you know, and then it doesn't have to be over the top every day, but it's just more so like you know, comfortable, comfortably cute or comfortably chic. Yes. And I really feel like people pleasing has really taken me out of that element that I was able to do for myself because you're constantly worried about what the next person needs from you. So of course you put other things off to the side, like, Oh, I can do that later. Or it really don't matter if I dress up like that, I can throw a hat on or, you know what I'm saying? Like that it little shit like that, because you're so worried about making sure this person is okay and making sure that this person is all right and making sure they, they don't need nothing. So mine's is boundaries. Um, that's something that I've been working on, but, um, somebody told me like, you don't have to be like, you know, okay, you know, you want to make boundaries with people, but you don't have to start off. You know, I feel like people create the boundaries. Yes. So it's not like, okay, day one. All right. I want to, you know, block this off. And it's like, no, you guys grow and you learn each other. And then that's when the boundaries come into play. Of course. And I feel like it's always important to express, express your boundaries to the other person too, especially like if they overstep them. And I think that, like I said, after you've given somebody a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, you kind of get done expressing yourself because again, you know, the outcome is not going to be what you want it to be. So you rather just not say anything or do anything or react anyway, because you rather just keep the peace. Like you said, you get quiet. I get and quiet. I've been in situations like that where I was so quiet and it just was making me sick. It was making me so sick to the point where like, I didn't, I didn't even want to bring it up because like I just had it all within like eternalized it i wouldn't say let's say i wouldn't say it make it made me sick but it did make instances when like maybe something smaller happened now i'm blowing up you know what i'm saying or now when i'm telling somebody about it i'm unloading like this you know what i'm saying so i don't think it made me sick but it did like i said it made me communicate in a way that i did not want to communicate it made me be a person that I didn't want to be a person because you put this guard up and you're afraid or you're scared what might happen. You don't want to feel embarrassed. Like to the point where you stop telling your friends about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just don't want to be in any more weird spaces. Absolutely. I just don't want to be in any more weird spaces and I'm gonna, you know, we all need it guys. Just, just seek a little therapy. Just, just seek a little bit, just a little bit. Speaking of weird spaces, so I started watching Swore on Amazon Prime, and it's weird. <laughs> I've only she's only sh- she's only showed me like maybe ten minutes of it, and it is very weird. You can tell that the girl. I don't know if they're trying to. I don't know if she's supposed to be weird. If she has like a learning disability, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't it's know. Crazy, and it's not like weird. Like don't watch it weird. It's kind of like. This is so weird. Like I have to keep watching to see. Yeah, I have to keep to see like what's going to happen. Like what's going. Like I'm in. I'm like waiting on the next shoe to drop. <laughs> like I said, I've only seen five minutes, but 
it came on and they was they was they was going at it. So I, I think it's a show for me. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a show for me. Well, they're because they gave Chloe hell for that sex for scene, what? and it was like you couldn't even see her face. Couldn't okay. see her face. You couldn't see her. You could not see her boobs. You could not see anything other than her arch. Okay, that they was They was it. mad because they can't arch like that. I, it was it, a. It was giving definitely. If you had something to say about Chloe, it was giving hater. It okay. was. It was giving okay. hater. The arch and the cheeks had them in a whirlwind. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> they. They was like, I don't look like that. <laughs> in the mirror. Uh-uh. <laughs> It was definitely giving hater. Within the 10 minutes, she's doing her thing. Even when she came out fully dressed, looked amazing. Amazing. Okay? She did. Amazing. Like, so shout out to you, Chloe. Listen. So <laughs> off of Swarm. So I can never remember his name. So Lori Harvey's boyfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is the star of Snowfall and also was the one offering Chloe those back shots. I have been watching Snowfall. Snowfall is getting very, very crazy um snowfall i feel like now is showing me the dynamics of what money and greed can do to people you love okay so i feel like where we're at and this is the final season i believe of snowfall that we're gonna get and right now like because angie doesn't watch it so it's basically about this young guy he starts selling drugs or whatever i've I seen first season and he involves so oh i shouldn't tell it then but Please like don't this season it just shows you how Money, money and greed and all this other criminal shit can come between people that you love. And I think that I try to watch shows that have some type of meaning to it. And even though it's like a drug dealing show, it it has a lot of good, valuable um, core beliefs that you should be kind of paying attention to. Even some other characters in there, they've had a hard time during all the other series. Um, and they like go to Africa and they see how like it is over in Africa and kind of, you know, they just, they talk to you about how like it is feeling free and being able to really move around and go somewhere where really don't nobody know you so you can start over. So y'all should check it out. It's really, really good. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel about Unprisoned, okay. um, with Carrie Washington in it. And when I tell you like, it is so rewarding to kind of shed light to people that, you know, have been incarcerated mm-hmm. who get out and just kind of like try to figure out life, you know, in regards to getting a job, to interacting with their family again, to building these relationships again, um, the struggles that they have in regards to, you know, trying to stay on the straight and narrow path after serving, you know, 10 plus years in jail mm-hmm. or prison. Um, kind of the dynamic of the family, like, that you left when you went to jail in regards to how that relationship kind of hindered them, you know, growing up without a parent. Um, so I have been watching Unprisoned on and off. I need to stop turning it on when I'm laying down. Um, but the few pieces that I caught from it, kind of really what I took from it is I was like, oh, I have daddy issues too, Carrie. Don't worry about it. And I feel like the dude that she was dating the way he checked into her dad and was like, dude, it's your fucking fault. And I was like, yes, like, yes, (laughs) there you go. Tell that man about himself, which he probably didn't need it at that time. Cause he was already, you know, a little low. (laughs) He was already at kind of a low point. He kind of like kicked him when he was down, but it still was just like eye opening. Cause he's like, you know, she's having all these different emotions and all this shit is going on in her head and she can't do this. She can't do this because 
you know, the first man she had in her life introduced to her that was supposed to like, quote unquote, keep her safe and love her fucking failed her. Multiple, see, that was a thing. Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. And he was in and out of jail her whole life. Yes. And, the, you know, the last one was the longest stint. And it was just kind of like, you know, she still wants to take care of her dad because that's still her dad, of right? Course. So she wants to make sure that he has everything he needs. She wants to, you know, provide him with shelter. She wants to provide him with food. And she Regardless wants to build of those boundaries that she's exactly. placed for herself. <laughs> for herself. Because, again, it's like, it's you can family. place your boundaries, like, Placing boundaries is a little bit easier when you're talking about like your friends or something like that. But like if you're talking about a significant other, like somebody that you are in a romantic relationship with, or you're talking about your family, like those are the worst boundaries and the hardest boundaries to deal with. Well, let's not say that because there are some of the worst and hardest boundaries for us to deal with. Some people have hard boundaries with work. Like some people just throw their lives into their work and Mm -hmm. that's a boundary that they have to create. Um, But I just think it's dope as fuck that she's a therapist. Absolutely. Dope as fuck that she's a therapist, but yet she's going through these real life issues. Absolutely. So her her love life sucks and she's a a love and relationship therapist. therapist. (laughs) But you can give very good advice. And I think that's how I'm going to be. Like I can give great advice. You know, my love life sucks. (laughs) My love life sucks. (laughs) I think it was so funny though. When her daddy told her she was a side bitch or like she was the main (laughs) bitch. Like what bitch is you? What bitch is you? (laughs) No, it's the little girl for me. It's her little inner child. She's like, get your things. (laughs) Listen, but that's what it, like I said, a lot of our issues stem from our childhood and our upbringing. Just like I seen Randy Rosario. Um, the thing I sent you that I wanted to go to, it's like their podcast, but they have like these open, open discussion forums. And they were basically saying like, what do you think is like one of the main issues that men have? And it was like, they fucking mama issues. Like, I feel like a lot of people like to hone in and talk about how women have these daddy issues, but it's never brought up that a lot of men suffer from mommy issues. Like, absolutely. And I'm not going to say what she said. Cause she said y'all mamas was fucked up. Um, but <laughs> you're not going to say what she said, but you said it. That's what she said. Got it. But I'm not saying everybody, cause it's not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what she said. She said y'all mamas was fucked. But uh, she wasn't going to say it, but okay. But it, it is. It's like your mama don't have to necessarily be fucked up for you to have mommy issues. You know no, what I'm saying? Absolutely like, not. But she could have definitely did some questionable things. Even if she didn't do any questionable things, it could be, I, so growing up in a house with multiple kids in the home, I have really, and we were kind of close in age. Um, I have really come to find out that and just in life, people look at scenarios and situations completely different than the Absolutely. next one. I don't give a fuck if y'all had the same mama and daddy. I've had conversations with my sisters and I'd be like, damn, that's what you took from it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you got out of that. So it's all about people's perception. It's all about people's perception. So regardless if your mama was, you could have had a problem because your mama worked too much. You know what I'm saying? And that could be your mommy issues. You could have had, you could have had a problem because your mom, I don't fucking know. She was a hoe. Okay. And, <laughs> and that bothered you. <laughs> there could be a lot of, so I don't want y'all attacking oh us. I don't want y'all attacking us for the mommy issues, but it's just like, that is another thing that I feel like, the men community has smothered from us. Like they feel, I feel like men sometimes feel like they don't do anything wrong outside of cheating. Like, I feel like a man feels like if he's not cheating, then 
What you what what else you want from me, bitch? Or like I said, not only that, but I think it's more so of like a double standard. Like, oh, she got daddy issues, but yeah. like we're not talking about like you said your mommy issues. Like it's definitely or your daddy issues or your daddy issues. Absolutely, friend. Because don't get us wrong, women can have mommy issues too. Like absolutely. Let's just say people people tend to have parent issues, childhood childhood trauma. trauma. Boom. So get it checked out before you try to check therapy the is um an option it is and it's free for some black men so y'all ain't got no excuse it is <laughs> it's free 99 so power book came back on power book too um so the word around town is we're trying to find the informant this season so i am really really curious to see who the fuck is doing all this snitching doing all of this snitching but i like power book too so this is the one with Ghost's son. I like this one because it takes place with him going to college. So the college dynamic on this show um, talks about a lot of relevant issues or whatever. Um, so like the post I clipped it, uh, the post I posted on our TikTok was basically, basically like skin Keisha. She, she's on this season again. She's basically talking about like how her perception is all wrong. Like how people look at her and they think she's ghetto. She's loud, but I'm at this prestigious ass college and these prestigious ass courses. And y'all would never know that by looking at me in my first name versus like this little white girl in class. She's like, yeah, people do the complete opposite to me. They think that since I come from this wealthy family that I'm like this smart, intelligent person, but I don't have room to be sexy or, you know, like explicit or anything like that. And she was like, and that's exactly who I am. So I think that it just shows that like, just because <laughs> you're black doesn't mean that you're loud. And just because you're white doesn't mean that you're proper. And that's the, one of the terms I hate the fucking most. When people say like, oh, you talk white. What the fuck does that mean? Black people don't talk proper? Like, is that is that what that means? Like, all black people are ignorant. Like, that's what that and not means. Not only that, like, when you start and you use proper English, oh, where are you from? Like, what do you mean where I'm from? Like, <laughs> Detroit. I remember, where the fuck was we at, friend, and somebody told you? <laughs> we was at Starters, and somebody told me, like, where are you from? Like, you, you grew up in, like, the Valley? I'm like, the Valley? Mind you, Angie was so proud to say she was from Seven Mile. I've never seen somebody so proud. Period. She, she damn near threw up the sides, guys. I said, I've never seen this lady. I wasn't telling lady like, ma'am, she's from Southfield. <laughs> but she is a little get out. Look, don't let her. <laughs> um, but another show that I'm into is Wu-Tang. Um, Wu-Tang, I have never really been a fan of their music. I am now since watching the series. Okay. Um, I just think it's really, really dope how like they stuck well. I don't know the full story. So as of right now in this season, they have really stuck together and kind of uplifted everybody. Like it didn't matter if this artist out the group was doing good. I'm bringing all my brothers along with me. Like, and that's what I, I thought was so dope because a lot of black people don't do that anymore. Like when, what, um, what year was this? <sighs> I don't ask me for it. It was in the eighties or 90s? had to be in the eighties because, um, it what's the name is one of the people. I cannot remember his name right now. Uh, the nigga from How High. <laughs> Method Man? Yes. So Method... <laughs> there we go. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Method wow, Man. So friend. Method Man is a, is a was a part of Wu-Tang. So whenever Method Man was hot, that's the, the, the year we're in. <laughs> that's the... Told y'all I didn't know shit about Wu-Tang before the show. Yikes. Bear okay. with me. 
But Method Man, yes, is play. He's so he's one of the main characters, and that's somebody that they kind of point out a lot, like how Method Man kind of got hot, kind of before the group was really really hot, and yet was still performing with them. And like when it was his solo song, like no, nah, like y'all stay on the stage, like we gonna tear this bitch up together. And I just think that is. I don't know. It's just a beautiful they thing to see. They used to do that back in the day. I will say that. Like, they yeah. used to bring their whole crew. Like, Listen. We, y'all was on a block with me. We going, we going to be right. Whatever record deal I get, you right here. I'm putting you on a payroll. Like, that is what, if you see all the documentaries yes. from the 80s and 90s, that's exactly what they did. Oh, my God. And it was such a beautiful fucking thing. It was. They would never do that in 2023. Like, it was such a beautiful <laughs> fucking, like, even in, the, I remember I was watching a series about, like, the comedy world. Like, even in the fucking comedy world. Yep. Like, they did that for each other. In the 80s and 90s. Like, and it was so... Cr- even helped white people. I'll never forget, like, Jim Carrey talks about that shit all the time. Like, I got my first break because of the Wayne fucking brothers. Like, that's how I got discovered. And it's just, like, they were so uplifting and helpful and just kind. <laughs> like, kind back then. And I feel like we're in this era of city girls and city boys. And it's just... It's 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 going bad. Speaking, uh, speaking of, so... <laughs> Little Duvall, he had posted this video (laughs) and it was um, talking about like, girls, be careful when y'all go to Miami because don't give nobody your phone, you know, to put that number in there because this man cashed up to so $1,000. When I seen that, I said, oh my God, that is the smartest fucking idea ever. (laughs) I said, I probably wouldn't do that in Detroit. You say why I don't have cash up because what? I don't have any of those things. I was like, that is so... And But you know what? Do, do Cash App make you sign in when you get on there? And that's their problem. <laughs> that's their problem. See, they don't. Y'all need to implement a face ID or passcode to get into your Cash App. Because you can. horrible. As long as your phone is locked, I think you can just open that shit right up. That is horrible. That I, shit was... I was like, mm, one for the city boys. <laughs> that's what that's what Lil Duval said. He was like a thousand up. I said, wow. Like I said, that's the era we're living in where men are stealing from women. (laughs) That that is the era we're giving second chances in, and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye. (laughs)